Hey, 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 superstars. Welcome to the podcast. I do like to call you superstars just to make you feel good right out of the gate. I want you to feel good about being here at the Harlan Highway podcast. My name is Harlan Williams. I'm your host. Right, superstars? Right? Uh, what a show we have today. Uh, we have a, uh, a crazy, crazy news story. That's tragic, but yet comical at the same time. It's very sad, but yet very bizarre and twisted. And somehow there's humor in this this sad tragedy. So we'll be talking about that. We're also going to be talking about kind of an awkward, disgusting sex act. Um, how many of you have had your salad tossed? Ooh. That shouldn't sound bad, but it does, and we're going to get into it. And then apparently, because we have this conversation, I've heard that George Michael might be calling in from Wham! to talk about his sex sex acts. I can't even get it out. I am so feel queasy. George Michael wants to talk about some of his private, homegrown sex acts, acts, act recipes. God, I don't even want to talk about it. I feel sick. Everybody get their barf bags. It's going to be a tough one, but this is the Harland Highway. Where am I? What is this? Some kind of a joke or something? Welcome to the Harland Highway. What you talking about, Woods? Son, you got a panty on your head. Shut up and sit down, you big bald fuck. Oh, God, what's happening here? What's happening? Hey, Harland, it's Shelly. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That is fantastic. <laughs> What's wrong with everybody in this crazy place? The Harland Highway. <gasps> what is it? The opening. To what? To another dimension. This is Harland Williams. You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. That is fantastic. The Harland Highway. Crazy news story. That's weird. Wow. That's strange stuff. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This one is ridiculous. This crazy news story is both ridiculous and sad. But yet, oddly, I'll just let you hear the headline. Uh, Dad tried to save baby left in hot car by putting her in the fridge. Wow. So on the surface, you got to kind of laugh a little. But then when you think about it, oh, let me read this story. Uh, This happened in Texas. A father who allegedly left his six-month-old daughter in a hawk car causing her death. Oh, God. Tried to revive the baby by putting her in the refrigerator before calling 911, according to a warrant released. Um... The father told investigators that he took his five-year-old and three-year-old children to daycare at about 9 a.m. He stated the youngest child, named Fern, according to her grandfather, wasn't going to daycare that day because she had a virus and was running a fever. When the father went home, he said he forgot the baby was in the car and went inside the house to take a nap. He says he woke up around 1 p.m. roughly four hours later. He said he discovered the baby was in the car and ran outside. He found her unresponsive and took her in the house. 
First of all, who are these people that forget children in the car, man? It's like you don't even forget your cell phone in the car. How do you forget a living human kid? The police said he placed his daughter in the refrigerator for an undetermined length of time prior to calling 911. I mean, it's just as tragic as this is, it's just sort of comical, too. I mean, you, you picture a guy shoving his kid in the fridge. Did he put her in the crisper next to the, 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 the lettuce? Was, was she on the egg shelf? Was, was her head resting on a salami? Did he spill cottage cheese on the... I mean, you don't want to laugh, but God, you stuff a kid in a fridge. You, you figure the fridge is full of food. And while you're stuffing the kid in there, do you see all the food and get a little hungry? And in the middle of it, you know, I got to save this kid, but a, a delicious ham and cheese sandwich would be nice right about now, too. And maybe, you know, I, is there anything wrong with having a Budweiser? Will I revive my boiling child? I mean, good Lord. I mean, this, you, you stuff a kid in the fridge like a, like a, like salmon. Good God. The warrant goes on to say that he told officers he called his wife and 911 while trying to perform CPR on the child. Well, where did he do that? In the, in the fridge? Now he's kneeling in the fridge. He's halfway in the fridge. The child's in the fridge. He's, he's probably got to run and put a hat and mittens on. Good God, this poor kid. You know, you know there's got to be confusion and, and panic. And are, are, are some of you picturing like him accidentally squirting ketchup across the kid and mustard and relish spilling and suddenly it's a, it's a hot <laughs> A hot dog kid? I mean, this isn't laughing. This isn't a laughing matter, but this is ridiculous. Uh, they say that uh, they found the baby dead in the kitchen while being interviewed. The father told deputies he's an unemployed high school teacher. He said his wife of 12 years is a veterinarian in Plano, and she was at work during the incident. Well, how about that? There's some irony. Well, she's saving the life of a beagle. Well, she's well, she's reviving a Siamese cat that had a cat stroke. Her husband's at home with 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 uh, Wally in the fridge, trying to bring him back to life. You know, right next to last night's leftover meatloaf. The kid, kid's head's probably rolling around in barbecue sauce and mashed potatoes on his ears. and I mean, this is horrible. Can you imagine she spends the day saving animals and her husband's at home killing the kids? Good God. Uh, they, they say that they that she calls, Stan the, Theodore calls his son Michael of a, a fantastic doting dad he declined comment on why his son may have forgotten Fern was in the car. So this is the father. 
Father's saying his son's a fantastic doting dad. Yeah, real, real fantastic. I guess, does the word fantastic and dead go together? Do those words match? Well, he's a fantastic dad, even though his three-year-old's dead. I mean, he's a doting father over his dead child. The article goes on to say, every year at this time it happens to people from all walks of life, he says of the tragedy. It's something we should all be more aware of. And I guess they're talking about babies dying in cars. You do hear about it every year. It's horrible. The article goes on to say that the father is rocket science smart, said one of the superintendent at the schools. He did a great job for us while he was here. We all had an understanding of how much he loved his children. We are all mourning just like he is. I don't know, man. Do you want do you want that guy teaching your kids at a school? And then one day he asked the janitor to, to wheel a fridge into the classroom? Uh, teacher, what, what, what is the fridge for? Well, that's none of your business, children, but just be aware that should you die, I will be putting you in there. We're scared, sir. Don't worry, I will, I will create a nice bed of lettuce for you to lay in. It'll be like your final resting place will be in a salad bar. And when your eyes close for the last time, I will put croutons on your eyes. And slather you with Thousand Island dressing so that you can go into the next great beyond deliciously. <laughs> I mean, God. So the father, sadly, was, uh, was charged of manslaughter and re- was released after posting $20,000 bonds. And what's interesting, the temperatures where he was were, was only like in the 90s. Usually you hear about kids dying when the car like heats up over... A hundred and stuff, but nonetheless, despite kind of the, the, the silliness I'm I'm talking about in this story, I do feel very bad and very sad that this child lost his life. And you know, in all honesty, if I'm if we're talking scientifically, it might not have been a bad move. You know, when when someone body when someone's body overheats it might not have been a bad move to try and get cold air on the victim and try and lower the body temperature if, if you think the child might still be alive. Or you might think that by lowering the body temperature, you could help revive the child. It, it's probably, if I'm being honest, it's probably not that dumb. But uh, they say in 2016, child vehicular heat stroke deaths this year guess what the number is this year and these are the ones that they probably tracked down 16 16 poor little kids lost their lives in uh in this type of incident so there you go r.i.p to the little fridge boy and uh, we do feel sad, but, you know, there's something very odd about this. New, it, it's a crazy news story, and it had to be read. Um, I think I'll go get a cold one. No, no, I'm not. That's wrong. I meant a beer. I didn't mean I don't keep children in my fridge. 
Hey, you want a cold one? I got a six-year-old from Baltimore in here with you. No? Okay, how about a Budweiser? No, no more jokes. Poor kid. All right, there it is. Crazy news story. Wow. One cheeseburger with everything coming up. Well, what do you know? A ham sandwich. Okay, speaking of beds of lettuce and crispers and food items and sandwiches and I I, want to bring up something that's probably a little uncomfortable for all of us. But uh, it, it, it's part of the vernacular. It's part of the English slang language. And this, is, this has been said to me as a joke several times over the years by girls. And I, I, I always am a little befuddled that a girl would make this kind of joke because it's crude and it's, it's, it's a little off-putting and it's a little sexual. But over the years, and I don't know if any of you have had this, but I've had girls make the joke, oh, I'll toss your salad. What? You know, it's it's like, oh, you, you go to a restaurant with a girlfriend or a bunch of friends, and you're sitting around, and you're like, oh, the salad looks good. Some girl chimes in, oh, I'll toss your salad. And you're like, wait, what? And then there's always the giggling and the the, the uncomfortable, wait, oh, uh, really? Uh, You know. And for those of you that don't know what it means, and I think there might be a lot of you, it's one of those weird sex terms, you know, like the 69 position or the doggy style or the missionary position. But this is actually a sex term where... People say, I'll toss your salad. And it, it just hearing it sounds vile. I don't even like saying it or hearing it. I don't even like talking about it, to be honest. But but it was it was just thrown at me not too long ago as a joke. And and it's one of those things where I think a lot of people don't know what it means. And so I, I kind of went on YouTube to see if anyone knew what it meant. And I tracked down a conversation. It was like five or six young, youthful people sitting in a diner. And the topic comes up. And one girl at the table is not in the know about the term toss your salad. (laughs) And so she's a little mystified and she feels left out because everyone else at the table knows what it is and they're chuckling and they're kind of laughing at her because she doesn't know what it is, but she gets the sense that it's something dirty. And I wonder if any of you have been in this position and, uh, you know, listen to this clip and kind of put yourself in her shoes for those of you that don't know what it is. And then afterwards we'll talk about what exactly toss your salad actually is. <laughs> Listen to this. We all got Oh, oh, Tell me. Why does she know that? Yo, know what it is? 
The toss. Okay, let me Actually, imagine. I, Hold on, let me imagine. Dude, you don't know toss what it is? Toss is salad. <laughs> I, was gonna say. I don't really know. Okay. I thought it was a dirty term for having sex. No. 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 Okay. okay, salad. Okay, maybe the pubic hair. No. <laughs> <laughs> Stop right there. I want to tell her. Tell me. Oh, no. Okay. No, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> why, why? Come on, Dion, look out for me. Mom, you don't want to you don't want to know what it is. It's when you <laughs> eat the booty. Oh. <laughs> really? Gross. What, what is that about the salad? <laughs> It has nothing to do with a salad. <laughs> what? Okay, so there you go. That's probably a common conversation that many people have. And and it's true. When I first heard it, I'm like, what does toss the salad have to do with anything? And it's just, it, it, you know, and this girl was to clearly befuddled. But yes, for those of you that don't know, according to... Urban slang, it means to eat someone's booty hole, to, to lick, to get in there and mow down on somebody's rear end. Specifically, the, uh, the, the anus. There, your salad's been tossed. Are you happy? But it's such an odd one. It doesn't make sense. And and I, you know, I looked it up, and I, apparently this is a term that started in prisons, where I guess new inmates, in order to uh, you know set the tone for bunkies in prison, I guess maybe it was a rite of passage or an initiation. But prisoners used the term, you know, that new inmate's gonna get his salad tossed. Or that that new inmate's gonna toss my salad. I it just it's one of those ones that doesn't make sense. It sounds horrible. It literally makes me never want to be a vegetarian. It makes me never want to go to the soup plantation. In fact, it makes me never ever want to have another salad or a coleslaw or a lettuce wrap. And I hope I haven't ruined it for all of you. Next time you're you're sitting down at dinner with your family enjoying a nice tossed salad and in the middle of it you think about this podcast and start your gag reflex kicks in and you're just sitting there and you throw up all over the table in front of your family and friends carol are you okay yes it's just this this tossed salad it's isn't it delicious i tossed this salad this morning no no mother stop please Oh, it's just one of the most wonderful tossed salads I've ever done. It's just so fresh and tossed, and I put Thousand Island dressing and oil and vinegar all over the tossed salad. No, mother, no. So anyhow, there's there's the mythology, and, and I'm sorry I had to bring it up. You know, I talk about things that come up in my life, and when someone makes a joke like that, it's the kind of joke that kind of sticks in your head. And uh, so I thought it was worth talking about here today. I, I hope that clears it up for you. And I guess I have to say it. Happy toss salad to, to all of you. Oh, God. Hello? Hello? Hey, Harlan. True fan here. Uh, it's McGee, baby. Um, in Chicago. Hoping you're coming to Chicago soon. You played me on the show uh, about a couple weeks ago. Uh, anyway, wanted to uh, say hey, say thanks for the last 
Um, and I'm hoping for some more George Michael. Get it right this time. And uh, I like when you put on some of your stand-up stuff, too. Uh, anyway, chicken chow mein, baby. Hello, Holland. It's George Michael calling. Oh, no, 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 no. Large, large, no. Well, just say no, Holland. I did just say no. Well... Fuck you and fuck you, you Chinese chicken salad sandwich. I don't have a Chinese chicken salad sandwich. Why are you calling? Your producer Roger called me over in the United Kingdom and said I should listen to your show because you're doing a segment on the tossed salad, Ireland. Okay, so... Well, I don't know. I thought it sounds a little fun to me. A toss salad sounds fun to you. I mean, God knows I've had my share of toss salads all in. I mean, I've had so many toss salads, it's like Galapagos tortoises come and feed it, me asshole. Stop! Galapagos tortoises do not feed it, your asshole. Well, it certainly feels like it at times, Harlan. I must say, when you've had as many toss out... Stop it! I do not, nor do my listeners, want to hear about your toss salad escapades. Well, just because you're, you're just so, you know, old-fashioned, Harlan. You, you know, just because you, you're so square. I'm not square. I just don't need to be doing that. Oh, look at you, eh, Arlen? Look at you, sitting there in your little glass house, afraid to try new things, eh? Afraid to have a little toss salad. What are you doing? I'm making a toss salad noise, Arlen. Stop it! Good God, that's disgusting. A little sighing and slurping, Arlen. Stop making that noise, George. Uh, Hello. It's George Michael. It's not George. If you can't say me name, you say the whole thing, Arlen. You don't just say half of it. Well... Show me a little respect, Colin. Look, why don't you show a little respect? Why are you calling here? Well, you see, you were talking about toss salad, Colin. I have a few of my own little fun things I like to do. What do you mean you have fun things you like to do? Well, kind of like the toss salad, but I made them up myself. What do you talk? What, like, like sexual acts? Well, hello, welcome to the 25th century, chocolate fudge face. I'm not chocolate fudge face. Well, can I tell you about them all, then? I'd rather you didn't tell them about me, George. It's George Michael, you fucking sideways running elevator at a fucking mental institution. I'm not a sideways running elevator at a mental institution. 
Hurry up and tell me your stupid, perverted sex things. They're not perverted, Arlen. Maybe you got to open your mind up a little and try one out, like squeeze the goldfish. What did you just say? That's my first one, Arlen, me sex act. Squeeze the goldfish. What do you mean, squeeze the goldfish? Well, that's what it is. It gives you a lot of sexual pleasure. Take what? I'm talking about squeeze the goldfish, Arlen. What the hell is squeeze the goldfish? It's like tossed salad, but it's my own creation. What is it? Well, what you do is, have you ever been to the pet shop, Arlen, and they got these goldfish with the great big eyes with bubbles on them? They look like the eyes are popping right out their heads. Yes, we've all seen, it's like a goldfish, a koi fish. They've got, it looks like they've got air sacs for eyes. They're big, bulbous. Big, pudgy eyes. And what you do, Arlen, is you get, you, you get a bunch of dental floss. De- what, dental floss? That's right. And what you do is you wrap it around your testicles, round and round at the base of your testicles, right by your scrotum. Oh, God, come on. You wrap the dental floss around, and it mint, the mint kind, if you want a little bit of an extra kick, Arlen. The mint? You're wrapping mint dental floss around the neck of your testicle sack? That's right, and you just make it tighter and tighter and tighter, and eventually... It cuts off your circulation, Arlen, and your testicles bulge out like goldfish eyes. Oh, my God. And that's why it's called Squeeze the Goldfish, and they become very sensitive, Arlen, when you... No, I don't want to hear any more about Squeeze the Goldfish. And if you dip your bowl sack in a fish tank, the other fish think it's another fish... No! Nobody is... Nobody is p- putting dental floss around their testicle sack so that it causes their balls to pop out like goldfish eyes and then dunking them in a fish tank. Well, I certainly have, Arlen, and sometimes the other fish nibble at your testicles and it's very erotic. Are you telling me you dip your swollen fish eye balls into a fish tank and let the other fish nibble on them? I've got to tell you, Arlen, it beats paying for a massage at a massage parlor, if you know what I mean. You are sick, dude. Squeeze the goldfish. Well, what about blind the cyclops, Arlen? What? I said blind the cyclops. What do you mean, blind the cyclops? Well, you know, have you ever seen a cyclops, Arlen? It's like a big, giant monster with one eye. Yes, we all know what a cyclops is. And if you were to blind it, how would you do it? What do you mean blind? I don't know. You put a stick in its eye or you you poke it in the eye? Exactly, Arlen. If you've done it before, it sounds like you know it pretty good. Know what pretty good? Blind the cyclops. What are you talking about, George? It's George fucking Michael, you fucking Chinese chicken salad, fucked up Japanese onion bun, potato salad, fucking dildo monster. Are you done? 
And you've also got a garlic bread fucking fat face. What is blind the Cyclops? Well, hello, it's when you stick something in someone's asshole, right? Oh, God. When you put your tongue or you stick your wallywacker in someone's Cyclops. Are you referring to someone's bunghole as a Cyclops eye? Oh, hello, Arlen. Uh, welcome to the 91st century. What planet are you on, fucking dildo? Oh, my God. You know what? We're done here, George Michael. Oh, look, you sent me your name. Maybe I got you off your game, eh? I don't care. We are done. What about when the Brady Bunch went to Hawaii, Arlen? What? Do you remember when the Brady Bunch went to Hawaii? Yes, that was an episode of the famous episode of the Brady Bunch show when the whole family went to Hawaii. Right, and that's another one of my sexual acts, Arlen. One of your sexual acts is the Brady Bunch goes to Hawaii. Right, you know, if you look at Hawaii from the air, right, it's like a big fat island in the middle of the ocean. It's kind of round. And it looks like the top of a volcano. And if you look at the anus from far above, it looks like Hawaii. So if you have five or six gentlemen that want to go into your... Oh, no, you don't. Are you talking about a gay gangbang? That's right, Harlan. The Brady Bunch goes to Hawaii. I can already hear the tiki drums right now. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Stop doing the tiki. Yeah, goodbye. Goodbye, George. It's George Michael, you fucking Subway sandwich, fucking snow tire, fuckface. Get him off, Roger. Get him off. Oh, you can get me off in Hawaii with the Brady Bunch, Arlen. Get him off, gang up. Oh, my God. I feel sick. Why does he... Do you let him call in, Roger? Good night, Nelly Furtado. Squeeze the goldfish. Blind the Cyclops and the Brady Bunch go to Hawaii. All this because I mentioned tossed salad. There are many things I regret in my life, and this is at the top of the list. A thousand apologies to my listeners. What a freak. I got to end it right here, gang. I got to end it right here. If, if you want to comment on this or any other segment you've heard, please call us. Leave a message at 323-739-4330. That's 323-739-4330 like this last caller did. He requested George Michael. Roger heard it in the booth, and before I could put a kibosh on it, suddenly I'm talking to that nut. About, oh, God. Um, you can also write me at harlemwilliams.com. We have a contact link there. You can send me an email. I will be reading uh, the, the uh, listener mailbag very soon, an upcoming episode. And uh, please visit the harlemwilliams.com uh, online store while you're at the uh, website. You can buy all kinds of fun merchandise. And don't forget to get our app, our free app on your cell phone, gang. That's right, on your cell phone. 
Uh, type in the Harland Highway on your on your app store, and you can get it absolutely free. You get the most current 50 episodes free. And then for 20 bucks a year, if you want to be a premium member, you get almost 800 of our episodes right from the very beginning up to now. You get all the Harland Highway episodes. Plus, as a premium member, you get my bonus material, uh, which is my other podcast called Let's Have a Fight. And uh, you get all kinds of other interviews and stories and my live stand-up appearances uh, that I record and play for you. So it's a great, uh, great, uh, great premium show for 20 bucks a year. You can't go wrong. Everybody who's on it uh, reports that they're loving it. And I thank you all who have joined and are having a great time with the premium content. So there you go, guys. Uh, as always, I appreciate you being here. I'm sorry that people like George Michael call in and kind of sour the show. But, uh, boy, what are you, you going to do? You can't stop phone lines, right? Uh, that's it. We're going to go for now, and uh, i got to go cool down. Until next time, everybody, chicken chow mein. I've had so many tossed salads, it's like Galapagos tortoises come and feed it, me asshole.